Lions in the street. Lions in the street and roaming dogs in heat. Rabbit foaming a beast cage in the heart of the city. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony's about to begin. The body of his mother rotting in the summer ground. He fled the town. Went down south and crossed the border. Left the chaos and disorder back there over his shoulder. Every stitch 
tonight is a Halloween treat. Kitty Dirt is glad to present a story of real estate horror called Motivated Seller. Ah! Yeah. Here we are. There's some nice hardwood floors. Yeah. I guess it's about to expect. No body bags. Well, the place is looking normal anyway. Now, you remember what to do? Yeah, like we discussed, treat it as a normal open house. Yeah, no mention of the paranormal. Oh, right, no paranormal. Not even a hint, not, not even veiled references like interesting Davis history or unique heritage. Nothing unique at all, as ordinary as a three-bedroom in Mace Ranch. Not, not even a raised eyebrow, understand? Even if you get some freak drifting in here wanting to take in the vibes? Because I gotta say, Eleanor, I don't think you've taken this seriously enough. We're trying to sell one of the weirdest houses in Davis, and we're trying to do it in a buyer's market, and we've got a loon for a seller who wants to have an open house the week before Halloween. The best way to play this is straight, normal, ordinary, like it was nothing different than selling a home in Stonegate. We can disclose the sordid details later once the buyer is interested. Don't worry, Drake. Lighten up, okay? Yeah, I do think it's a mistake to pretend this house is just another fixer-upper. Uh, I think we'd have more luck working the weird angle. But you're the agent, so normal it is, or at least as normal as I can make it. Hello? Are you ready for people to look? Good luck. Yep, we just opened. Take a look around, and if you have any questions, that's why I'm here. What are you looking for? The ghost. Ghost? <laughs> oh, you mean like the kind that visits stores downtown during trick-or-treat, right? No, though I've always thought some of them are real, too. I mean, what a great way uh, for a ghost to get out and mix around and, and not get noticed. <laughs> but I mean... The one in this house. Ah, yes. Um, well, we've tried to scare one up, but I guess they're just all busy in October. <clears throat> so, are you in the market for a home? I am, if it's haunted. Well, then you're out of luck here. Uh, but if you'll settle for a great neighborhood, wooden floors, and original Davis charm with the motivated seller, this is a place for you. It's fine, most of the time. <laughs> this place is haunted. There is, it's so cool. Have you seen the ghost yourself? Do you want to? Do you know who wait, it was? Wait, hold on. Do you there's, have any idea what is past? There's no us? ghost, okay? That's, that's just... Uh, there's no... There is a ghost. I went upstairs and felt super cold right away at the top. The mirror. And then I saw it in the room at the end of the hall. It was at the end of the hall. I saw it. I saw it. I went... It was super cool. There's no... There's... It's, it was actually cold. It was... It, oh, oh. The heck with it. Everyone in this town knows there's a ghost. I knew it. Probably more than one. <laughs> this is great. This is great. This is great. Oh, I've got to get set up, my gear. Oh, I've got to get this documented. Leaves me here. 
Hey, what is that thing? Turn it off. about a whole two seconds. The first person here is a dose freak who says she, she's heard something upstairs. Are you close to the house? Can you get back here? Can you speak to me, ghost? Do not be afraid, ghost. You're dead and don't know it. I have come to give you release. This doesn't help. But first, I want to record your Listen essence. Listen to me. I, uh, yeah, but Speak, I tried. ghost! Look, Drake, it's your stupid listing. Get back here and tell me how you want me to handle this. Look, uh, okay. This is gonna get my friend mad at me, but you're right. There is a ghost in this house. Of course there is. Everyone knows that. It shows up every October. No, actually, it doesn't. Maybe once a decade, if that. And there's one other thing that you don't seem to know. It already knows it's dead. And that's why it gets really, really angry.
So now, let's get down to work. We have much studying to do. There are many ancient mystic texts to guide us. First, you must know that the best time for magic is always at the dead of night, when the earth grows silent, cold, when vapors rise and the human heart beats slow, and we come a little closer to death. When the atmosphere is clear and empty and the spirits can move freely, for they say that wandering demons bold and joyful in the darkness of the night are terrified by cockcrow, and in their fear they fade away. As for the place of magic circles, when you wish to come in contact with the unseen forces, it should be chosen with melancholy, doleful, dark and lonely, in woods or deserted places, or among ruins of castles, abbeys, monasteries, abandoned mines, or forsaken houses, mountains, caves, swamps, the borders of lakes, or upon the seashore when the moon shines clear, or else in a lonely, unfrequented chamber hung with black, and the floor covered with the same, with doors and windows, closely shut and waxing candles lighted. But best of all are crossroads where four roads meet, for they have long been recognized for their special affinity to magic, beloved of spirits and demons, because for centuries it was always at the meeting of the ways that murderers and thieves were hanged to dangle there a feast for flies until the flesh fell from the bones as a warning to others who passed by. The Heptameron, a 13th century manual of magic, advises the magician thus, and let him be observed by no one, and let him consecrate this spot and exorcise it, and let him have in this spot either a table or a little altar covered with pure white linen facing the east, and on two sides two lighted candles of pure wax, burning continuously, wear a long robe of white linen, closed in front and behind to cover you to your feet, girt with a girdle. On your head, place a band or ribbon on which will be inscribed the name of the Tetragrammaton. Some authorities say the robes worn for magic should be black, others say red, but red, black, or white, it doesn't matter, provided they are loose and reach to the floor. Also, the magician must be naked under the robe with no undergarments whatsoever, and this robe must never be worn at any other time, being reserved exclusively for the rites of magic. The feet must always be bare, the head also, except that the ribbon or headband may be worn inscribed with such magic words and magic names as you may choose. Never attempt to communicate with the unseen forces unless you are suitably attired, for they may take offense and harm you. The only other way that magic rites may be performed is nude, a very common practice among witches, and looked upon with great favor by sympathetic spirits and by Satan, so they say. But be careful, when you stand naked before the spirits of the night, you must have upon your person somewhere a talisman to protect you. This is of the greatest importance to your safety.
Down Hatchy Mountain, the old Erickson place. There a soul took its toll on top of the staircase. Quiet as a mother, like a bat in flight. But under the cover of a starlit night, she sang Good evening. This is 95.7 KDRT Low Power FM for Davis, California. Watching the moon rise, sudden go down. Bit of the doors mash up. Started that out. Is everybody in? 
Season of the Witch, Dr. John. Motivated Seller, Ruth Chambers, Bill Buchanan, and Morgan Flores. Vincent Price on Magic Spells, and Rita Hosking, She is Waiting, a ghost story. And the ghost lived in the house that Rita grew up in. the creek beyond the mill right at the base of Sugarloaf Hill crawl under the fence creep past the barn we go sneaking around on Winkleman's farm a rusty model T a leaky wooden boat cool old wagon from Dr. Jenkins' medicine show. Smell of dust on jars, a hint of fear in the air. A big steamer trunk, I wonder what's in there. The Winkleman was me, all the kids they said that if he caught you alive, you'd be better off dead. So don't crawl under that fence. A creep past that barn and Don't sneak around on Winkleman's farm oh, We were twelve years old And the night was warm Yeah, we went sneaking around on Winkleman's farm Back door was open Inside a dim light shone So we crept a little closer to look at Winkleman's home Paint a totem pole Stood inside the door The tattered flag Must have been from the Civil War A black derby hat An old baseball glove Faded photographs Of people he loved 
what's mean All the kids they said That if it got you alive You'd be better off dead So don't crawl under that fence Or creep past that barn And don't sneak around on Winkleman's farm I knock a rusty paint can Down off a shelf all at once, there stood Winkleman himself. He said, what you doing in here? We were terrified. He said, you kids best come inside. And the fallen men told us to sit down. We held our breath, wondering what would happen to us now. And he brought us root beers He said, sorry, they're warm I had this old refrigerator Since before you were born Minkleman was feed All the kids, they said And if he caught you alive You'd be better off dead He said, I probably scared you so face these old hands When I was young I played baseball All across the land And I knew the babe I knew Ty Cobb too But no one ever threw Like Big Train threw Barnstorming days, we heard the crack of the bat, cat calls and the cheers coming loud and clear across sixty years. Now Winkleman wasn't mean, no matter what they said. He's just a lonely old man with memories in his head, and he said next time he used the gate by the barn.
ready to play Symptom 6 of Beat the Reaper. Last week, our patient successfully survived the common cold, measles, pneumonia, dengue fever, and the yaws. And now, the big question. Are you ready to go on? He's ready! (laughs) Our topless nurse, Judy, is wheeling our patient into the isolation ward. Can you hear me in there? Okay. Let's shoot him up. Now, patient, you have ten seconds to tell us what you've got and beat the Reaper! I'm shaking feverish. My my hands are all... Yellow, my my God, I've got John. John, this it is. Give it six. And now you've reached the final threshold. Here's the question: Are you ready for symptom number seven? Longer than any patient has ever survived before. I want to go home. Only one way to do that, Doctor. Bring in the super shot. Now, for the first time on Beat the Reaper. We're going for the big disease. The icebox is being unlocked by the president of the Armenian Medical Association, under whose strict supervision these toxins are being administered. This is it. Doctor, give him that really big disease. Now, patient, can you hear me? You've got ten seconds to tell us what you've got. And for the last time, beat the Reaper! I don't know, whatever, whatever it is, I I want to die. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. That's not correct. You didn't beat the Reaper. Doctor, bring the patient out and show the amphitheater audience and all the folks at home just what he's contracted. According to my careful prosthesis, this man has the plague. Thank you, Doctor. You're welcome. You've got the plague. Well, isn't he a good sport, folks? We'll be back in just a moment with our next patient, but first... and time-honored methods of bewitching a man to death call for combining your verbal curses with the destruction of a little figure or doll representing that person. How about a few more cheerful spells, hmm? Perhaps you want to make someone fall in love with you. Now, that's cheery. (laughs) Ah, with magic to help you, that's easy to achieve. Fashion the likeness of the one you wish to bewitch in wax, making it fair and beautiful naturally. Be sure to use in its making something from the body of the beloved, hmm? A few hairs, nail clippings, or anointed with a drop of their blood, if you happen to have it, or a sample of their sweat, both particularly efficacious in magic. Then take a piece of fabric from some intimate garment stolen from your love and dress the doll in it. Each night at midnight on three successive nights during the full moon, take the image to a lonely place, raise it to the moon, and say these words thrice. The spirits of the night will make this person, and here, of course, you must mention their name, will make this person ready for me in body and in mind. 
Then the following night you will go to your love and he will be unable to resist you. Do you believe it? I do. Oh yes, there are many love charms you can use. Here's a formula that never fails. When the night is soft and the winds are ripe with the scent of sweet flesh, pluck the most crimson rose from the garden and place the dew-fresh petals in a five-pointed star beneath the window of your beloved. Now whisper her name or his name to the night wind three times. Say nothing more. Love will be sealed between you unto death and beyond. In immortality you will be one and the same in heart and spirit. should stay away but what can I do I hear your name and I'm a flame a flame of such a burning desire that only your kids can put out the fire Down, down, down I go Round and 
It's time for 50, or this day in Beatles history over the years. 1961, October 26. Performance at noontime at the Cavern Club in Liverpool. 1962, concerts at the Liverpool Empire with Little Richard. Also 1962, the song Love Me Do enters the United Kingdom ranking. And one year later, 1963, on this day, Please Please Me, the LP is number one for the 25th consecutive week. Also in 1963, they would have found the Beatles over in Stockholm, performing twice. And to round it off, if you were sitting at home somewhere cozy in front of a fire you could have watched the telly thank your lucky stars with a performance that had been recorded a few days prior in Birmingham it could have seen the Beatles 1964 Studio 2 the crew, the engineers and producer George Martin spent about 3 hours from 10am to 1 mixing a bunch of songs for the Beatles for Sale album and then about 4.30 in the afternoon, the band came in and recorded some takes of Honey Don't and What You're Doing, and also some of their Beatles Christmas record for 1964. 1965, 11.15 a.m., the balloon went up. The Beatles entered Buckingham Palace in the morning and received their members of the British Empire medals from Queen Elizabeth II at Buckingham Palace and held a press conference shortly after at the Saville Theatre. Brian Epstein, their manager in attendance, along with the photographer Dizo Hoffman. And then 1973, eight years later, in the United States, John Lennon released his single, Mind Games, and on the flip side, <laughs> Meet City, M-E-A-T, City. And that is this day in Beatles history. You heard Winkleman's Farm, the Rowan Brothers, starting out that set of music, the Firesign Theater with Beat the Reaper. Love potions and charms from Vincent Price and that old black magic woman, Nutty, from the 2018 live performance, caught on the CD live at the Purple Pit. This is KDRT and live tracks in Davis, California.
Okay, just past this tree, and then you'll see it. There, that's it. What? That building? That was a school? Yep. Well, like I said before, a, a small one for special kids. Huh. I thought this was just another one of your weird stories. Well, it is one of my weird stories. Doesn't mean it's not true. Come on, let's go in. I know the way. I don't understand why no one uses this place. The building looks okay. You could probably use it for storage at least. Or maybe sell the land for something else. I think just no one wants to deal with it. I don't think this was, place was a happy place. Like I said in the park last weekend, I, I think some old guy who lives in Florida owns it. And for all I know, he's demented or doesn't care. Or whatever. But I've never seen any major signs of activity here. No alarm? Not even a lock on the door. You just... go in. Wow. Is this a hallway? Yeah. I'll turn on my flashlight and show you. This hall leads straight back. There are rooms on either side. Do you see the doors? What's in the rooms? I don't know. Nothing much, I think. I've, I've never gone beyond this point inside. But when I was here last week, I, I looked at some of the things in the rooms. They're, they're mostly empty. Some of chairs or boxes. Well, let's choose a room and go in. Right. How about that one? Whoa! Do you feel that? Yeah, it's, it's suddenly colder. The oldest sign in the book. And we're feeling it not 30 seconds after we came inside. Do you hear that? Yeah. What? What are you saying? Go away? No way! Hey, do you feel that? It's suddenly colder. Yeah, isn't it great? Do you remember how hot it was a month ago? This is natural air conditioning. No carbon footprint either. I'm coming here next time it hits 110. Silly ghost. He must be from San Francisco. A cold spot ghost isn't scary in this town. I could probably sell tickets. It's warming up. You know, Gloria, I didn't know what we'd see in here, but I didn't expect that. What, the ghost? No, you. You weren't scared. In fact, you weren't just not scared, you chased it off. Hey, I grew up in Davis. I've had to put up with everything. Dealing with an air-conditioned ghost isn't any worse than getting through the average Monday in junior high. Listen, I hear something down the hall. Which side? I think one of the doors on the left. Let's go. In here. Let's see what we find. You are late. This will count against you for the grade. Now take your seats and get out the five types of bags you were to bring from home Excuse as homework. Excuse me, ghost? Because, what? You rude young man. You have not raised your hand. You should be using your hands to hold what your brown bags. What are we going to do? This one position, isn't scary. Please. He's boring. I heard that, young lady. See me after class after our discussion of bags. This is knowledge you will need to have when you go shopping and someone hands you the wrong I have an idea. bag. It will help you avoid a calamity. 
The bags are too often taken for granted as if there were nothing interesting about these essential wrappers that protect our products from the elements we convey. Bye bye, I guess that's it for today. Finish your reports on bags for Friday, and tomorrow we will begin our two week section on straws. Your ringtone app. Yep. They probably didn't have a cell, pho cell phones back in his day, so when he heard the ring, I, I assumed he'd figure it was the bell. You know, Vince, I thought you said this place is supposed to be the most haunted place in town. But so far, it's not very scary. We'll have to make scary stuff up to impress our friends. They'd never believe this nonsense. Maybe some ghosts just aren't that competent. People of all kinds of talents. Maybe this is where the stupid ghosts live. Yeah, when you think about it, you never hear about stupid ghosts. But there must be some. Maybe stupid ghosts haunt us all the time. They just... Can't get our attention, you know, because they just stand there in the crowd and don't know what to do. Speak of the devil. Shall we investigate? Yeah, I wish I brought earplugs, though. That's wonderful. You're playing superbly. You deserve a trophy. I don't know why your teachers don't have you play solos. Oh! Oh! Elvis Presley should put you on his next record. Maybe we should just leave this one alone. I was thinking the same thing. Oh, look, Spartan, the audience is starting to arrive. The show's just beginning. We're gonna play Flight of the Bumblebee. They're following us. This is not good. trick on me that will cost you a week's detention now let us Gloria, look at the I think we're in trouble of bags and now it's getting cold again handles are reinforced or especially useful when carrying big loads of we'll products from your home three. to school wait give me a second to one bags can two be wait i can handle this carry bags, which is huh. i use my new ghostbusters app see the little icons now on my touch screen that's so cool I'll post in my sister's wall on Facebook. She lives in San Francisco. She can let them loose down there. Probably no one will even notice. But what about the cold spot ghost? We'll meet him in Davis next summer. Oh, right. Well, I'll download him in my laptop.
her hair, it was so ugly. And her dress is so funny. And oh my god, those shoes are so dorky. It's like just so last century. find that out. One bright sunny morning, I awoke with such a scary feeling that something awful was going to happen to me, that a chill went right through me. It's freezing cold in here. Light a fire in the fireplace, guess. But we won't need a fire, Fatso. It's nice and warm outside. Ooh. Then what are we doing in here? Oh, we're shivering. Well, let's go outside where it's warm. Come on, gang. Yeah, let's go. So long, Casper. Okay, fellas. Gee, come to think of it, it really is cold in here. Silly to stay indoors on a day like this. Maybe I'll go pick some wildflowers with Wendy. So long, old house. Hope you don't mind. Mind? I was terrified. I just knew that if Casper left me alone, it would be the end of me. I had never spoken to my ghosts before, but now I had no choice. I took a deep breath and bellowed, WAIT! Huh? Did somebody say something? Don't go, please. Stay with me. Well, who's talking? The sound seems to be coming from all around me. It is I, your house, Casper. A house? Uh, well, why do you want me to stay with you, Mr. House? I'm a nervous wreck. What was that? Don't worry, Mr. House. It's only somebody knocking at the front door. I can see them through the hall window. It's a rich lady and her butler. <gasps> it's the rich witch of Ipswich and her zombie, Zachariah. Tell them I'm not home. But, but you are the house. How can I tell them you're not home? Maybe I could pretend I'm not here. Hello. Can I help you? Oh, a ghost. You were right, Zachariah. You did smell a ghost. Please don't be frightened. I'm Casper, the friendly ghost. Oh, you hear that, Zachariah? He's a friendly ghost. Uh, does he always talk like that? Of course. Zachariah's a zombie. Now, let's get down to business. I like your house. I'm prepared to pay you, oh, 42 cents for it. <laughs> well, I, I'm awfully sorry, but the house is not for sale. Fifty cents, then, and not a penny more. Don't think just because I'm rich, I throw my money away. <laughs> this is a nice old house, and yes. it's just not for sale at any price. Well, in that case, I'll have to make you an offer. You can't refuse. <laughs> Rich witch of Ipswich. The rich witch of Ipswich. I'm a very rich witch and I take whatever I need. With one twitch of this wand, which comes from a twisted pine switch, you'll itch to do what you're told. That's guaranteed. <laughs> 
an evil, threatening look in her eye. The witch waved her crooked wand, but Casper stood up to her bravely. I'm not afraid of your magic. Oh, really? Then my zombie butler will have to scrunch you. <laughs> Zachariah! Red Casper, hide! Where do you hide in a haunted house? He's flying into the dining room. He's behind the mirror in the wall, Zachariah. <laughs> With one mighty blow, the brute punched my mirrored wall to smithereens. But Casper was nowhere to be seen. Loving my slumbers. He's gone, Zachariah. He's run away like any cowardly ghost. <laughs> but the witch was wrong. Casper had made himself invisible. But what could he do to help me? All my feelings of dread were about to come true. Oh, I love to remodel old houses. Let me see. Rip out this living room floor, Zachariah! <laughs> oh, this staircase will have to go. And that ugly fireplace over there. Wait! Stop! It's just that I don't think you'd want to destroy this fireplace because it heats very well. And haven't you noticed how cold it is in here? Come to think of it, it is cold in here. Why don't you start a nice little fire, Zachariah? <laughs> Gee, that's not much of a fire. You're right. It's still cold in here. Put some more wood in the fire, Zachariah. And then suddenly, three familiar figures were in the room. Yes, the ghostly trio, Fatso, Fossil, and Lazo. Hey, what's going on here? Yeah, we saw the smoke and... and, and well, we thought maybe you were toasting marshmallows, Casper. Yeah. Well, I never thought I'd be so glad to see you three. Oh, we'll see about that. Zachariah? Scrunch them! Let's give my super duper triple whammy boo, fellas. Okay. Ready? Get set. Boo! Oh, oh my um, goodness! Um, <laughs> where are you going? Wait for me. The rich witch and her zombie had never heard a boo like that before, and they ran so fast they didn't even bother to open the door on the way out. <laughs> Rip Stitch, I think your zombie just got the door prize. And look how they tore up the living room floor. Oh, well, I was tired of that old floor anyway. Yeah, besides, I always wanted a sunken living room. Well, it's a good thing you fellows came along when you did. It sure is nice to have friends around that you can depend on. And now, for the first time all day, I was warm. Only one thing puzzled me. Did Casper know the fire would bring the trio? I still don't know. Do you? Give me immortality or give me death. That's the motto here at Ralph's Ball Sports, new and used body shop in the city. 
of the future. Hi, friend, Ralph Sportsport here to tell you that everybody must die, but you don't have to be there when it happens. That's why we're having a great going out of body sale. Yes, you can live forever while your friends fall apart around you like rotten fruit. And here's how. Lease an organ or limb from our headless body farm. It's made in America from Americans. Enter the new century with these exclusive clone-ons. Nap velour designer jeans, deluxe follicle hair mat grafting with upgraded media-sensitive stimulated wrapper filler, rear roll, non-glossy carbon intensified glue guards, power moons, and tinted tent grill spoilers in slash dash or faux flannel. So come on down to Ralph's Ballsport City of the Future and do it today because there may not be a tomorrow. Now, Ralph, he's always with us. Man, I got news. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. The demons squeal in sheer delight. It's you they spy, so plump, so right. For though the groove is hard to beat, yet still you stand with frozen feet. You try to run, you try to scream, but no more sun you'll ever see. For evil reaches from the crypt to crush you in its icy grip. The foulest stench is in the air, the funk of 40,000 years, and grisly ghouls from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver, for no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. Can you dig it? <laughs> <laughs>
This is KDRT, Davis, California. My niece, Eliza, doing the ID from way back when, when we were 101.5. And those loons, those loons are from Round Lake up in Minnesota. Baton Rouge, Fabulous Gin Sisters, was what started out that set of music there. Then you heard Eliza from 2010 doing Familiar Haunts at the Haunted Schoolhouse with some very weird ghosts. Where do you hide in a haunted house? That's Casper and gang. That LP is from about 60-plus years ago. Thriller. That was Vincent Price recording what was the intro to the theme song, or the, the song, very popular song, Thriller. And then Swampgrass, Rowan Brothers. An old man named Daniel Baker, living near Lebanon, Iowa, was suspected by his neighbors of having murdered a peddler who had stayed the night at his house. This was in 1853. Seven years later, the Reverend Mr. Cummings was driving by Baker's farm one night. There was a bit of moon somewhere above the light veil of mist that lay along the earth. As he came to a little bridge across a dry ravine, he saw the figure of a man standing upon it. The man had something strapped on his back and carried a heavy stick. Mr. Cummings reined in his horse when he arrived in front of him, gave him a pleasant salutation and invited him to a seat in the vehicle. The man raised his head, looked him full in the face, but neither answered nor made any further movement. The minister, with good-natured persistence, repeated his invitation. At this, the man threw his right hand forward from his side and pointed downward as he stood on the extreme edge of the bridge. Mr. Cummings looked past him, over into the ravine, saw nothing unusual, withdrew his eyes to address the man again. He had disappeared. 
The horse, at the same moment, gave a snort of terror and started to run away before he had regained control of the animal. The minister was at the crest of the hill a hundred yards along. And he looked back and saw the figure again at the same place and in the same attitude as when he had first observed it. Then, for the first time, he was conscious of a sense of the supernatural and drove home as rapidly as his willing horse would go. On arriving at home, he related his adventure to his family, and early the next morning, accompanied by two neighbors, John White Corwell and Abner Razor, returned to the spot. They found the body of Old Man Baker hanging by the neck from one of the beams of the bridge immediately beneath the spot where the apparition had stood. A thick coating of dust, slightly dampened by the mist, covered the floor of the bridge, but only the footprints were those of Mr. Cummings alone. In taking down the body, the men disturbed the loose earth of the slope below it and it disclosed human bones already nearly uncovered by the action of water and frost. They were identified as those of the lost peddler. At the inquest, the coroner's jury found that Daniel Baker died by his own hand while suffering from temporary insanity and that the peddler was murdered by some person or persons to the jury unknown. Wake up. You can't remember where it was. Had this dream stopped? Once I had a little game. I like to crawl back in my brain. I think you know the game I mean. I mean the game called You should try this little game Just close your eyes Forget your name Forget the world Forget the people We'll erect a different steeple Children of night Who among you will run with the hunt? Children of night Who among you will run with the hunt? The snake was pale gold Glazed and shrunken We were afraid to touch it the sheets were hot, dead prisons. And she was beside me, old she's known, young, her dark red hair, the white soft skin. Now run to the mirror in the bathroom. Look, she's coming in here. I can't live through each slow century of her moving. Wake up! 
let my cheek slide down the cool, smooth tile. Feel the good, cold, stinging blood. The smooth, hissing snakes of rain. Children of night, who among you will run with the hunt? Children of night, who among you will run with the hunt? Once I had a little game, I like to crawl back in my brain. I think you know the game I mean. I mean the game called Go Insane. You should try this little game Just close your eyes, forget your name Forget the world, forget the people And we'll erect a different steeple This little game is fun to do Just close your eyes, no way to lose I'm right here, I'm going to Release control and break on Children of night, who among you will run? Release! Children of night, who among you will run? tell you the names of the kingdom. I can tell you the things that you know. I can tell you the names of the kingdom. I can tell you the things that you know. I can tell you the names of the kingdom. I can tell you Is there someone talking to me? Is there someone by my side? Cause when I glanced over Something caught my eye The trees in the headlights Lined along the road The movement in the shadows On the way home That's what you said
Somewhere in Antioch There was screaming in the night There were voices in the neighborhood There was another family fight Mother and daughter Didn't get along Maybe the daughter was crazy Maybe she was too far gone Haunted Highway Haunted Highway Four to six, eighty Eighty up to five, oh five Take Poudre Creek Road And find a place to hide it They found the body near Allegheny. They found the head near Poudre Creek. Just off the road where I heard that woman speak. Haunted Highway. Welcome to the House of Haunts. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Hello. Uh, welcome yourself. Uh, uh, listen, uh, i got to ask this right at the start. Is this place for real? Oh, quite for real, as you'll know shortly. At the expense of your sanity. <laughs> so it's intense. Good. Oh, not good for you. <laughs> Wait... What's that coming down the stairs? <laughs> the stairs? Uh, looks like a mist. Is that scary? Oh, very terrifying, I'm certain. Yeah? Well, bring it on. Come on. Yeah, it is coming on. Uh, perhaps you have your eyes closed from fear. <laughs> fear? No. Of what? Oh. Wait, is that a headless ghost coming your way down the hallway? How terrifying. It probably wants your head. <laughs> a headless ghost. That's just stupid. Uh, what's it going to do, stumble into me? <laughs> what? I said... <laughs> Uh, listen, is this the free version of the House of Haunts? Is there a premium upgrade I could pay for? This is the terrifying House of Haunts. You pay in fear. I'm trying to, but I don't feel afraid. Yes, you do. Wait until you see what's creeping up behind you. That is just a shadow. You think you're brave? Wait until you encounter the horror in the basement. No, it's not that I'm brave. I, 
I just, well, to be honest, I don't feel anything. The horror in the basement will take care of that. Yeah, I hope so. That's why I'm here. But, but do you even pay attention to what's going on out there? You know, with the pandemic, the daily disasters, I, I can't do anything about them. The, the constant outrage, all the hype, even all the spam phone calls I keep getting. Sometimes I feel angry, like right now, but mostly I just feel numb. Numb from terror. No, numb from everything. Oh, yeah, so I thought that if I came in here into the fabled House of Haunts, the scariest place in town, that I'd feel something again. I'd just like to feel something, even a good scare. Get out. Get out? No, no, look, let's keep trying. You were just trying too hard there, right when I walked in. What else have you got? Uh, maybe the horror in the basement will work. Do I go down that dark hallway there uh, and open the door by the flickering lamp? Just get out. Oh, I see. You don't know what to do either, do you? The House of Haunts resents your attitude. This is the terrifying house of your nightmares. No, it isn't. It really isn't. The problem is my nightmares are out there, and they're overwhelming. Be gone before the thing in the cupboard gets out and follows you home. You know, it's fine with me if the thing in the cupboard follows me home. I'll show it my news feed. It's hard to compete in these conditions. Uh, a double cheeseburger, onion rings, and a large orange drink, please. Did, did, did you get my order? Ah!
a ghost story associated with the United States Capitol building recounts haunted nights when all the statues in the National Statuary Hall come to life and dance around the room. Another tale tells of a Civil War soldier who occasionally dashes through the rotunda, which was used as a hospital during the Civil War. And finally, there have been rumors about the ghost of an unfortunate worker who was mistakenly sealed into a wall where he died. and live tracks in Davis, California. Children of the Night started out that set Haunted Highway Bill Scholler House of Haunts Bill Buchanan The house that wasn't scary enough to outscare the world at around us. Large orange drink, that can be pretty scary, although modern technology has made the intercom systems that drive up windows marginally better. While England sleeps, song about Jack the Ripper from Ignudi. Albuquerque-based band from about 2002. Tormented spirits wandering the mysterious fifth floor of Georgetown University's Healy Hall have been a part of campus lore for as far back as anyone can remember. Mm 
The high Victorian design of the building, which was constructed in the late 1870s during the presidency of Patrick Healy, lends itself to speculation about secret sealed off floors and ghostly inhabitants. Officially, the fifth floor of Healy Hall does not and never did exist. The legends and many past and present students, however, say differently, pointing to the fifth floor as the source of frequent supernatural moaning and wailing. Two of the most popular Healy Hall legends reach back to the earliest days when Georgetown was a liberal arts college. According to one tale, a young Jesuit student accidentally opened the gates of the underworld when reading forbidden chants in a book about exorcism. And a second tale involves another Jesuit who was crushed to death by the hands of the clock while working in the clock tower. Other Georgetown ghost stories tell of trapped spirits lost for eternity in the university's underground tunnel system. The killer awoke before dawn. He put his boots on. He took a face from the ancient gallery. And he walked on down the hallway, baby. In Lisbon, Portugal, a 31-year-old dog that had been ranked as the world's oldest dog ever has died, his owner said Monday. This is from October 23rd. The guard dog, called Bobby, died over the weekend in a veterinary hospital, said Lionel Costa. Bobi lived on a farm in the village of Conqueros in Portugal with Costa and four cats. He was born on May 11, 1992, when his owner was just eight years old. In an interview earlier this year, Costa told the Associated Press that Bobi's secret to a long life was good food, fresh air, and lots of love. This has been Live Tracks, KDRT, Davis, California. Peace. Fly away, little pretty bird. Fly. Fly
Yes, it's deep. 